Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host and very good friend is Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Love Island All-Stars UK Season 1, Episodes 27 through to 32, Chris. And we're almost there. We're almost at the finish line. Just got a couple of episodes left. Where would you like to start today? Well, more than anything, Dave, I want to thank you for coming along on this journey. I know we've not been doing a daily, daily podcast. We simply, we just cannot do it logistically. We can't. And for our sanity as well, even though we're watching along. Um, so we're at the end of this show. It's been an interesting thing. I mean, obviously, we've got two episodes to go before we get into the show itself. I've actually really enjoyed it, Dave. I've actually enjoyed this more. One than I thought it would. Certainly better than the Winter Love Island. But I actually think, even though... We know these people are playing the game and they're desperate. I've also, I've almost liked that desperation in these people <laughs> where they're just like, because they've been there, they know it's that last hurrah to stay within the Love Island franchise. I think he's, he's brought some good moments within the show and some good desperation bits that I love calling out anyway. I mean, what do you think of it all? I think it has been good. I mean, I, I think I, I have enjoyed the season. Um, it, it has been a bit different. It's, Definitely Desperado uh, Mark II, isn't it? You know, yeah. people don't know exactly what they're coming into. They've, they've got an idea, whereas these are, are veterans. They know, you know, they've done the initial season. They, they've got the career afterwards as well. They're trying to squeeze the pips out of that Z-list status. And, and now they're trying to, you know, reboot that. They're trying to get back into the public eye, you know, boost their followers a, a bit more. Uh, Mitch will be doing his fucking round on the Ibiza nightclub circuit, signing <laughs> autographs and stuff. You know, so, so I have, uh, or, or the irritation as as ramped up a, a a fair bit, but but then the kind of love for it as well. It's always that swing, isn't it? You know, being irritated by it, and then like, oh, I can't wait to see what happens tomorrow. So yeah, I think I can't. Which season was it? Where was it? Last year's Winter Love Island, which was just so dull. It was so boring. Oh yeah. Uh, you, you know the that was the Olivia season, wasn't it? You know, the, <laughs> I, I'm very pleased she didn't turn up on this. I, I must admit, I thought she would do, but um, yeah. So it has been a good season, to be fair. Not sure I need it every year, but uh, as as being something a little bit different from you know, the regular kind of Love Island season. And and it is that desperation status. That, that's the thing that's made it different. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm looking for love. And it's, you know, the, the kind of 0.1% that we believe from the OG-type contestants, uh, we, we just can't believe it here, can you? You know, especially if you've got, like, uh, Georgia S and Tobes. Tobes. <laughs> Oh, you know, it's yeah. like, oh, fuck off. There's no way, you know, but, but you know, I, I could kind of, you just laugh at it and you're looking at, you know, there's the, there's the game behind the game, isn't there? There's the strategy to it as well, which I find interesting. So, yeah, it, it's been good going through. It has to be fair, and and I think we've we've sort of gender. You you brought this up, Dave, as a, as an award, but we've had basically every week we've had a Bell End of the Week award, Dave. So, 
as we go into it, I think we should do a joint Valens of the week, actually, for different reasons, if that's okay this week. Or my suggestion would be Georgia H and Anton. As a couple, as an entity, they are the Bellends of the week for me because Georgia H, as you know, she's coming to the show. She doesn't care about Anton. And then now we're at the stage where they're all of a sudden, we're getting to the nitty gritty. So she's had to make a move. He's there. And, and they've just got everything wrong for me this last week. I mean, obviously, Josh apparently is a best friend, you know, greatest friend ever. I'd never really seen that. I know they've been on other shows and they know each other. And it's that in that incestuous thing of this Love Island reality TV world that they all know each other. They've all dated each other they've got to date each other because if you walk on shows like x on the beach it's got to be like we went to a fucking opening of a chris packet oh yeah they were filmed there was a picture of them together oh yeah there was there were a couple they went dating a couple of times they didn't we know it's all uh pr stuff we know it's all talent agency driven and, and agency driven but this week them two have got on my fucking nerves i mean <laughs> georgia doesn't like him She's not into him, but she's got to stay with him for the duration of the show because there's a financial gain. The more time you're on the show, the more drama it brings. It was Georgia S last week. She did take a bit of a back seat this week, to be fair, which I was glad about. And it was Georgia H's time to shine. And I don't know, Dave, this is not the platform for her. It's all bullshit. I don't believe Anton either i think like he's a good guy he's but he's he's with her he's backing her I, I respect the fact that he's backing her but she's just not into him and that thing when he got the fucking round the fire pit fuck me i couldn't have curled my toes anymore dave i went from a size nine to like a size <laughs> two my fucking toes are just curled it was cringe as fuck won it it was just oh. so anyway i've ranted a little bit but yeah they're my balance of the week together as a couple absolute pair of dicks this week yeah, they have had a proper journey this week, haven't they? And, and Josh has been getting more and more irate, I think. I, I mean, I, I don't particularly like him either, to be honest, Chris, but he is the sort of person, he's the sort of person, right, who, who says something offensive and it's like, oh, well, I'm just speaking my truth, you know, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. You know, what, what's up with you, lad? Um, so. I, I don't know. I don't particularly like him, but I kind of feel like he's a, an entertaining blunt instrument that we need right now to just create a bit of this this kind of drama. I mean, a, a lot of that was, an, uh, you know, coming out of that game, wasn't it, where they had to guess the awards, you know, where do you stand on the podium, one, two, or three, or whatever. Again, I just fucking Georgia stealing fucking tobes doing my fucking head we are not standing in number one yeah but you know you're gonna be there yeah yeah oh we've had pelters today oh <laughs> you know. it doesn't fucking matter you know you you literally are gonna be there and you know it but anyway um so yeah the the whole i mean it's not really a triangle is it but but putting josh in there with anton and georgia h as well it it just it has made it interesting and it was really cringy now i i can't figure out how much anton is putting it on or has he just got a blind spot because when he talks georgia h looks like she's fucking sucking a lemon or something she she yes. like she's sort of visibly a bit irritated by him. You know, she said uh, originally uh, she got the ick, you know, by Anton. And then she got over that because reasons. 
um you know so no nothing really happened other than staying on the show so i i just don't feel like she's got that she she doesn't in every interaction she just doesn't seem that into him you know where whereas we saw earlier in the season she was into other people so i i just don't get it but i can't for me i i'm kind of crediting anton with a bit of just being just having a blind spot to it i i don't i don't know if he's 100 percent putting it on because you know when he when they had that argument you know that, that was the last thing we saw of the week wasn't it yeah you know and to me that came across like he's put so much he's invested so much into this he's called people out in the villa you know for for daring to question their relationship and you know they they do have something special together and he's defended Georgia A to every opportunity and and yet she's basically said you know oh he's so offensive and and not only that if you don't think you you say things that are offensive you're on a different level mate <laughs> you are on yeah. a different level of offensive and i'm like i'm watching it thinking really is it anton's on a different level of offensive all he's done is fucking defend and defend and defend and you can see that i, <laughs> I can kind of empathize with this kind of position myself where it's like Hang about that's not fucking right. There's that's so far from the truth. So I don't think he would get that pissed off. But what I think we saw after that, which is why I think uh Georgia in particular is deserving a bell end of the week, is it's gaslighting into overdrive, then isn't it? It's it's really ramping up that gaslighting, making him feel like he's just a, a bit crazy. But also, when people are asking about it, oh, Anton's just being grumpy. So misrepresenting what's happened to everyone else and just like, oh, Anton's got a fucking, he's a bit of a mad ass at the minute, isn't he? So, you know, everyone else just thinks, oh, fucking Anton's being a bit grumpy. So I, I thought it was quite some nasty, toxic behavior to see in that in that certainly the final scene whereas you know earlier in the week it was just up and down wasn't it and honestly by the end of it i'm like i'm fucking bored of the josh georgia thing oh yeah we're best mates blah blah fucking blah uh, but <laughs> you know i am intrigued where it's gonna go now because i, I don't know is, is anton just gonna capitulate and get over it are they gonna do the old fucking uh, meditation? It's Namaste, and oh, oh yeah, I've only got a few days left. Let, let's put it to bed for now. I don't know, but yeah, I agree with your nominations there, Chris. Oh, hundred percent. And I think with Georgia, Dave, the, the ITV have got to have a duty of care at the end of this because she, she's someone who's done reality TV. She's done different things. The, the, the problem is, you've got to stay on these shows, don't they? They all have to stay on these shows. They all have to be relevant for the cameras. I said before, but like the stuff with Josh, like you said, was bollocks. But I do feel with her that maybe she's got imposter syndrome. Maybe she doesn't feel like she she can be with someone who treats her like Anton does. I don't know, Dave, but. It, it was a massive turnaround for her then all of a sudden to be with Anton and maybe maybe people speaking to her because we don't see all the conversations, you know, saying like he's a good guy. I don't know. But when I'll give Josh's due though, Dave, when they got him around the fire pit, I felt think they thought that fucking nobody would speak up. And Josh went, don't need to do this to single me out, mate. You know, and he, he was right. It's like, that's fucking, you don't do that sort of thing. 
And what made me laugh is when they did get everyone, everyone was like, what the fuck is going on? They thought like Maya Jama was coming in or something, didn't they? And they, they did yeah. this like like teachers telling the kids off in detention thing. And everyone's like, what the fuck is going on? Why am I sat here? <laughs> but I do think Sophie, she's not the, oh yeah, you know, she speaks like this. I think she, she's she got some steel behind her, Dave. I don't, I, I think she she has a few moments where there's the little bit of her and I think it was Jess, there was a couple of little comments there. That they're not all this, like, they, they make themselves to be dead, like, not, she's a nice girl, and and she's always smiling, which is, is good to see, but I think she's got a bit of steel behind her where she won't stand for it, and I think in some mm. respects, that, 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 that it was a little bit on the line this week, but she will back Josh, and she was like, no, I'm not fucking having it, are they still going on about that? You know, but the problem is Georgia hates with Georgia S and you've got the, 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 just the veterans of these shows and you've got, you know, other people like Josh has done these shows. So they're going to try and force an argument, even if there's not one there, but we know full well, Dave, in a couple of months, me and Anton have decided to stay friends. You know? Yeah. Basically all the fucking <laughs> deals are dried up that you were probably getting. That's the, the end, but it was, it dominated the whole week. Then it? it was a relationship that, He's not going to work on the outside. Even geographically, he's not going to work. None of them have really worked because it means that she mentioned I might have to move up to Scotland. They're like, it's not going to happen. Do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> okay, oh, Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just like, whatever. So, uh, she's a very, very complex character. And it's very interesting having her on the show, but she's just not done herself any favors the last couple of weeks. So, yeah, for me, them two just bell ends of the week. And, you know, I don't want to harp on about them. But, Dave, I will say, she did do the classic thing, like she did say. The last thing I'll say is, you know, the old crystal, we saw it like last week with Anton. Yeah, mm. when you've got the crystal, you speak. So oh, the talking. So she tells Josh <laughs> it's it's a two-way conversation, this. But every time Josh tried to speak, she just fucking talked over him. But then as soon as he tried to like come back with something when she was talking, it's a two-way conversation. It's just let me speak. But and so he did and he stopped. <laughs> but then as soon as he started speaking, she fucking went out and I'm like, I don't think Georgie, you understand. Don't bring the crystal out. Cause that didn't work last week. And this isn't which so I was pissing myself at that. Cause I'm thinking I'm a bit like that, Dave. I, I'll say like, yeah, all right. Yeah. I'll let you speak. And then I'm like, I need to speak. So, so <laughs> I, I was sort of analyzing myself, watching it, laughing, but yeah, it, that wasn't how a two-way conversation goes, Georgia. <laughs> no, no. I, I think we have to be mindful, don't we? We're watching an edited show, but the fact is, we came to the conclusion that, you know, Georgia just really isn't into Anton at all before we saw the Islanders start to talk about it. Yeah. You know, it, it's yeah. just funny. You, you don't, you, you do see occasionally where, well, or every season, I think, you know, someone will get called out for being fake and it's like, oh, this person here is just here for the social media followers. followers. Shock fucking horror. Oh, that's terrible, isn't it? I mean, I'm not. Are you? No, no, I'm not. <laughs> fucking bullshit. <laughs> you all are. But someone will get called out. Um, but yeah, so to see them basically repeat what the conclusions that we already had, you know, about, you know, she's not really into him. And to be honest, right, she might even think that she is. But for me, it's it's the grimacing when Anton speaks. When Anton speaks, yeah. she's like, oh, it's like, oh, it's, it's like he's fucking farted or something. It's like, oh, God, what's, what's he fucking saying now? You know, so... Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's that, and I just don't see any kind of real chemistry between them. And like I say, sometimes you can be too close to it. I, I, I am going to give Anton a bit of a pass for right now, you know, that he's just too close to it and he can't see it himself. Or maybe it's a me and you versus the world type thing where, you know, the more people doubt it, the more they, they kind of want to buckle yeah. down. But I don't know. I, I, I agree. The, the whole crystal thing, it's like, right, I'm going to have the crystal. I'm going to say, and no, no, you can't say anything. You have the crystal, which means you can speak and I can speak. It's <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. the fucking hypocrisy of it all. Uh, it's just oh. so frustrating. But, but Chris, one, one of the other things, obviously, we saw was the the video calls with friends and family and stuff and i felt like the the most interesting thing that came out of that was the whole callum and molly thing you know everyone's kind of thinking that they're going to get back together and then tom's in the corner sulking about it and, and so it, it did you know at least for an episode you know it created a bit of drama there and we we'd obviously speculated about that right at the start we'd said i i think we said it was probably that that was the script. That was what was designed to sort of happen. But it does seem like, you know, they, they in, a, in a very, uh, I would say, atypical way, it does seem like they're just good mates now. But, I mean, what, what do you reckon of that whole situation? Well, I, I, look, Dave, I think Tom and Molly have got no fucking chemistry whatsoever. Callum and, and Molly, pretty have a three years dog, you know, they're looking at houses. They, you know, they're obviously very serious as a couple. There's going to be something there, something that Tom hasn't experienced with Molly, and over time he maybe will. Don't believe that's going to happen, Dave, but let's just go with it for the purpose of the show. Tom has got no fucking chat. He's got no personality. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. Molly, why are you wasting your time? He's a good-looking lad, without a doubt. I do think he's got Robbie Rotten face off uh, Lazy Town. It just, it just makes me laugh when it sinks. He's so chiseled. He looks like a cartoon character now. Like, it's in contouring. <laughs> and that's not a slagging him off, because he's a fucking miles better-looking guy than I am, but... He just looks too, his face just looks too, it's like someone's drew it, you know, like it's just very bizarre, but there's just nothing between them. And and these, I think you mentioned it last week, there's about five or six years between them. Like, you know, he's younger than Molly. She's at a stage in life where she wants to sort of progress to, you know, family and, and whatever, mortgage, everything, you know, and, Yes, the Callum heart rate thing, we knew that was going to happen. Molly got Callum's heart rate and vice versa. That's fine. We can live with that. But then it was when, the, like you say, the families were saying about it, and then it went around the fucking villa, didn't it? And he was fuming. I'm like, but Tom, they were together, mate. What? You can't compete with that at the moment. Yeah. They've only been split up. Don't be offended. She's picked you, and her and Callum speak together. It's not like they're flirting. I, I, I saw this online, actually. When Tom's talking to like George Ress and that, he's still flirting with her, even though he's with Molly. Mm. But 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 Callum and Molly aren't. They're talking like two adults. They're just talking like, you know, we want to be friends. He wants the best for her. He's smiling. It's not like they're panning the camera onto him when she's with Tom doing things. He's actually mm. genuinely happy and she's happy for him. You know, maybe maybe there is something there. We can all see it. That would be the fairy tale, but it's gone too far. And the conversations, we've got two episodes left. The conversations have been purely platonic. And Honestly, Tom is a fucking wet lettuce for me, Dave. He's just absolutely does my head in. He fucking does. He's, he's just, he's just boring. You know, he, he, he's a bachelor. He lives with Casey. He's gonna. 
I'm going to say you're going to cheat. I don't know that. I've, I've done that before on this podcast and got called single town. Um, but cheating just, all around the place. Yeah, cheating all around the place. <laughs> what have you heard? What have you heard? Well, do you know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, that was a brilliant uh, DM I got that time, Dave. But no, I would say that it's, it's just not the type to be with her. It, he's been on all sorts of shows. He was on, was it Love Island Australia? He went straight on to after he'd done the UK one last year and that. He went Tom. straight in. I'm sure Tom went on to Love Island Australia, you know, as a contestant. I, I, know, I know like Callum went straight from Love Island Australia to is it Love Island Games or something. No, I'm I, sure I, Tom did, you know, Dave, as a bombshell. Tom did? Yeah, I'm sure he did. He turned up as a bombshell on like, he was literally in a relationship on the UK one. And then within about two weeks, he went straight. I'm sure he did. Remember when we did them back to back and you hated my guts because we did them for like six months. <laughs> Remember it well. <laughs> it, sounded, it sounded a bit like uh, when when uh, Anton speaks to Georgia then Dave I, I felt the eyes rolling through the through the screen um, but yeah I'm sure he did but yeah he's just a fucking chancer and he's a he's a ex professional footballer he's a blagger Molly is just not she's just doing it to stay in the show but I don't know there's just there's nothing there between them I'm not believing they're going to stay together longer than a couple of months if anything just absolute bollocks for me so I mean I, I just had to have a quick google Chris and I, I'm looking at it I can't see it just says he was on the ninth season of Love Island um and then it says in January 2024, he's he's on Love Island All Stars. So it, I I don't think he was in something else. But, <laughs> but I don't know. It's weird career choices, right? So he's in. Uh, I mean, it's not too far from you, is it? I'm looking at his career stats here, and he's played for all these, you know, various clubs and whatever. Some I've never heard of. But he he had 47 appearances for Macclesfield in between 2021 and 2023. He scored 27 goals out of 47 appearances. That's unbelievable. That is a fucking great rate. I mean, you are properly talking. If you were at the top level, if you were at the Premier League, I mean, you would be the most sought-after striker at those kind of stats. You know, you, you say your top, top strikers score one goal every two games, and that, and he's he's got you know, over that. So the, a great kind of, um, and he's 24 now and he's given up the football to be a reality star by the looks of it. Yeah. Why? You know what I mean? Bizarre, isn't it? Yeah. It's fucking bizarre. Why would you do that? He's obviously, he is a talented kid, isn't he? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like Michael Owen though, he's fucking boring. <laughs> Well, yeah, no proper his football, but you know, he just yeah, he has got no chat. He does very well because he is a beautiful man. You you do have to say, even if you think he looks like Robbie yeah. Rotten. But <laughs> you know, he is a beautiful bloke. But I mean, fucking hell, it is a surprise to me. I mean, him and Molly kind of look great together, but I I don't know. I just don't see that working long term term at all. And just finishing up on sort of Callum and Molly, I do feel like. Molly does still have those feelings, you know. She she says the words, you know. She's with Tom now, and you know the stuff with Callum. That's never going to happen. But I think she's saying that because she knows for Callum it is a closed door, 
And I think Callum has definitely fucking moved on. And, you know, when good things happen for Molly, you, you see Callum is genuinely happy. Now, how many times have we seen it on other seasons where you get that fucking, uh, you know, that little scowl in the corner <laughs> from someone's yeah. ex or whatever? But you don't see that from Callum at all. So I, I definitely think for him, the door is closed. But I do think that, that whether she says it or not, I do feel like Molly does hold out that tiny bit of hope. You know, she's like uh, uh, Lloyd in Dumb and Dumber. So you're saying there's a chance. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, not for this season. I mean, it's too late now, the, the, the whole reconciliation thing. But, you know, when everyone goes their different ways, Molly and Callum go back to Manchester. It wouldn't be the greatest shock if they kind of reconcile there. Callum just has to stop shagging people, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's to stop with his 16 or whatever, uh, you know, when he's got a, a few months off. But, but yeah, so um, interesting. Uh, again, didn't really call that one right, you know, how it would go. But, you know, can't get them all right, Chris. No, and I think as well, Dave, you're saying about, like, cheating and stuff, Dave. I'm not cheating or sleeping with but, you know, our Tobes, Dave, you know, big speech at the start of the week. Oh, I'm not into cheat. I got cheated on it. We get the tears, everything. Um, and I'm not saying that's genuine. He didn't name names. Everyone was suggesting, was it Chloe? You know, he was with Chloe Burrows. I mean, that's, oh, that's got to be the... the it's got to be. It's where everyone's the, going, yeah, isn't it? Everyone's going. But then Chloe was on a podcast, Dave, and um, yeah, she was pretty much pissing herself laughing. And I think uh, Toby's line of where cheating is was there's a tightrope Dave that he's walking there I think from what she said anyway two sides of every story we weren't there I'm presuming it's her yeah, it was a hell of a thing for him to say you know like um, and really he was passionate about it so maybe maybe he was cheated on we don't know but I don't think that's the full picture from what Chloe said Dave everyone's got their own story usually it's in the middle is where the truth is so yeah really interesting that to play out yeah I mean I didn't believe a fucking word that he was sort of talking no. about to be honest i was just like i thought he was properly putting on the oscar winning performance there and i was just like oh fuck off i've seen enough of you now and th there is something i i think he won me over a little bit because he was just kind of funny how flaky he was but you know having seen him replay the exact same script i'm just like you're a bit of a bell end and you just you spout these fucking cliche phrases to just basically do what you want. Well, you know what? You're not a fucking six-year-old kid. You do have to take other people's sort of feelings and, and uh, where they're coming from, at least into consideration, even if you kind of do what you want. But it, it's, uh, yeah, it's just a fucking bell end for me. And I just felt like when, it, when he was giving it the old cheating thing, it's like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> like, yeah. no chance so yeah i mean he uh, them two were close for bell end of the week but i think i've probably given it them for a couple of times before but <laughs> yeah it's just something really great in about the pair of them about the pair of them individually and separately as well well you know what dave it's interesting and i agree completely with you we've we'd watched the recap of the um you know like the unseen bits and it's fucking night and day. Even Tom, who I've slated before, has got a personality. Toby's following Adam round because he loves wrestling. They're doing fake wrestling matches. He's throwing Toby all over the place, doing suplexes. He learns how to do a suplex on him and everything, Dave. And everyone's watching. They're pissing about. And they're... 
they're playing all the games and like you get like the girls fucking there's one bit Dave actually was quite funny but the girls are there ready to take a picture and Arabella fucking drops one and Molly and fucking dingy leg it off that's disgusting they're like legging it and she's laughing out of Arabella and then the burp Molly's burping all the time you know just normal stuff that people would do and being like mm. silly and they're just and honestly the, the unseen bits for anyone who uh, you follow the stories that were shown on the show and if you ever wanted to realize when we call out the producers watch the unseen bits because everyone comes across even toby that comes across pretty well they're all pissing about you know playing games they do like they're in egg and spoon race dave and all that sort of thing you know, like sports day games and mm. stuff and just, but we don't see any of that on the proper show We've just getting we get the odd little game, but most of it's just the stories, the together, you know, mm. and all that. And honestly, it, it, I know you want to watch another hour of these fucking toss pots, but <laughs> just as if you ever wanted a bit of context of how we as the audience are manipulated into believing about these fake stories and fake shows, and how some personalities are so fucking boring. And when you do see, we said it loads of times. You go, I've had a bad edit. Well, in some respects, watching the, the unseen bits, they have had a bad edit because mm. it's just night and day. Honestly, Dave, I can't explain watching that show. It's so enjoyable to watch. You wouldn't think it was this. It's like when you watch a movie and you know, like, we, well, like for example, like the filming Daredevil at the moment, Vincent D'Onofrio is playing Kingpin and you've got Charlie Cox who's dead, you know, uh, Deadpool, fucking not, he's Daredevil, <laughs> Matt Murdock. But you know, in that show, you believe they hate each other. They despise each other. Well, then you'll get pictures behind the scenes of them sat together having a meal, you know, at family dues or whatever. You know, they're all good friends. It's like that. You know, where the people mm. we're supposed to believe don't like each other. But then when you watch the unseen bits, they're all mates. And it also, for me, that's where I watch it and I'm like, they're all just playing fucking even more characters than what we think because everyone seems to get on really well until they go, Right, we need Toby and we need Josh and we need Georgia there, a uh, Georgia H or whatever. And we need, oh, no, sorry, Toby, Georgia H and Anton with Josh. You need to have an argument now. Action. And it honestly, it's so bizarre, Dave. It really is watching that unseen bits. You wouldn't think it was the same show. That's what I'm getting at. It's really great TV, but unusual as well. So are you suggesting there, if I watch that, I won't think Tom is incredibly boring and dull? No, because well, maybe you will. Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm overstretching. But what I mean is, you would get an understanding of people's personalities and how we are mm. manipulated as the audience into believing that this is what this friction is going on twenty four seven. Because it's simply mm. not. No, I, I agree. You know, and it's like anyone. I mean, Christ, if you put anyone into a confined space for any period of time you're going to have ups and downs, aren't you? So if you're only, yeah. I guess, presenting the downs, it's it's going to look like fucking EastEnders or something. Isn't it? It's going to be pretty grim. So, uh, But but they do. I, I think they stick to the storyline, you know, the, yeah. the things that are going on there with the relationships and then all uh, the fun things, which they, they kind of have to have, even just for mental health, don't they? You can't. As much as, you know, the idea of fucking sitting by the pool and having the occasional dip for six weeks, you know, it doesn't seem that bad. Eh? You must get bored after a while. So I, I think they, they kind of have to put those games on and stuff just to keep people fucking sane. Yeah, I do. And I will say, Dave, if you get a chance, watch a little bit of the unseen bits just to understand or anyone listening, if you've never seen it, it, it is night and day, night and day. 
but then you watch it seven days a week. But there you go. I can yeah. feel, I can feel that the, your eyes now yeah. are like, no, you can go fuck yeah. off. And, and after your... sun and and all the other things. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'm not doing that. Uh, <laughs> I know, I know people do though. You know, but uh, you know, it's not for me. You know, trying to trying to finish off this fucking season so we can start maths, <laughs> you know, which is apparently which is great. Coming. Yeah, which is coming. Maths is next. The next episode we'll do will be maths. We'll do a little two three minute wrap up of Love yeah, Island. We have to we have to wrap up, won't we? Even if it's like ten minutes or something, we'll we'll wrap right, up Love right, Island. We'll wrap it up this week and then we'll go in straight into maths. We are catching up, people. We'll do it week by week, Dave on maths, like we normally do. So yeah, we're catching yeah, up yeah. then. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Right. So thank you, everyone. Thank you uh, for indulging us, listening so, as always. So, oh, hold on. Hold on. Are you not oh, forgetting well, someone? Yeah. I mean, you've sort of mentioned, you, you talked about Adam, you know, oh, but, but yeah. Adam and Arabella, obviously, I mean, they oh, made yeah. it into the hideaway as well and possibly the greatest memers. You know, I, I don't post that much these days, do we, on uh, Twitter or X um but scrolling through and just laughing at some of the memes probably one of the greatest ones was you know the the picture of homer simpson where he's got the full wedding gear on yeah <laughs> it's like arabella whenever there's a bombshell coming in <laughs> she just there's something um so tremendously fake about how she goes into full flirt with anyone. But I mean, it seems to be, seems to be good, you know, at the moment with Adam, but I'm sorry, I'm not buying it. And fucking, we always take the piss out of the blokes when they go in the hideaway that they don't get dressed up. Well, Adam gets the old wrestling budgie smugglers on, doesn't he? And yeah. um, again, part of Arabella's act, if you like, is, is to be that, um, oh, what's the phrase? It's like pixie dream, pixie dream girl, or something like that. Just you know, trying to say all the right things, and just oh, it's all so much fun, isn't it? And when she said, you know, oh, I love play fighting, me, I, I just love it. I love play fighting. Adam drops into fucking wrestling horse riding stance and like goes to fucking tackle her and she's like shitting herself. She's like, no, no, I didn't actually mean that. You know, and he's fucking doing the old play fighting and stuff. I thought for many, many reasons that was fucking hilarious. Now, I do think that there is a little bit of something with them too, but yeah, I think there's so many things going on with the different acts and stuff for, from Arabella, quite honestly. And Adam seems like a nice guy, but um, yeah, it, it's been fun to watch that couple, I think, this week. It, to be fair, you're right. He, he fucking body slamming her. I don't think that's yeah. the sort of slamming that she wanted, but he ended up <laughs> fucking body slamming her and fucking suplexing her and everything. I was, and she's like, ah! And I was like, well, this... I went outside going, oh my God, having a great time in there. He's like, no, he's reenacting like flirting, it. Flirting, flirting when you're 10 years old. Yeah, something. yeah. Pinching her hair or pinching <laughs> him and running off or punching him or what? Not punching him, but you know what I mean? Like... Anyway, let's not talk about punching people. You were a dead arm, you mean? Yeah, that's all, man. Yeah, yeah, I'll be me a dead arm. So, no, yeah, I forgot about that. That was fucking hilarious. You know, when I was caught in Sam, you know, give her a good punch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right, anyway, dear, let's move fucking quickly on. Um... I just love what I can hear. The cogwheels turning in your head when you just said something. I can, I can hear it. It's yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, that sounds wrong. 
Right, anyway, if you want to email us, cdrealitycast.gmail.com. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, at cdrealitycast. As always, please get over to Facebook, Chris and A's Reality TV Cast. Come and join us over there, guys. Uh, if you don't support us, get over to patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast. So, the roll call of honour, and a big thank you to Sinead, Jesse, Kathleen, Sims, Andrea, Nick, Danielle, Kim, Amanda, Larissa, Helen, Nicola, Emma, Fiona, Cassie, Maggie, Zoe, Gillian, Keith, Helen, Chloe, Noreen, Joanna, Libby, Katie, Dee Dee, Susan, Hennessy, Lauren, Lucky Lulu Green, and Kent Gustafson. So thank you so much for your support, guys. And we will wrap up Love Island this week, and then we're going straight into Mass. So you may get a double episode this week, so uh, enjoy. And we really enjoy the, you sticking around with us through this uh, show. Great stuff. That's awesome, mate. <laughs> Cheers for the laugh right at the end there. It's going <laughs> to tickle me for the next hour or so. But um, thank you very much, sir. It's been great, hasn't it? You know, it, it, it is a bit uh, hard going at times. And I've got to say, it, it, for me, it did drop off a little bit. You know, we're into the, you know, oh, Christ, can you imagine if we get the baby game? But, you know, it, when you get past all most of the drama you know it gets a bit dull doesn't it but i'm hoping there's still a little bit left that we can squeeze out of this season but uh thank you very much sir thanks to all our listeners out there thanks to all our supporters and we'll speak to you next time bye <laughs> <laughs>